You are now listening to the Checkers Podcast. This is a big check. A very big check. Wake up, folks. You ain't never on the big checklist. So now, let me tell you about the talk of the town. What's the talk of the town? This is the checkpoint. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Checkers Podcast. This is episode 31. Ah! This is your host, Superstar Dre. I'm here with my co-host. AJ the Diva, please believe her. Okay, and welcome to it. Let's just jump into the check-in. Y'all, this is going to be a loaded episode. Two weeks. Okay, this is two weeks worth of content, and we got a lot of shit to talk about. Yeah, um, for those of you who listen, you know, day by day. You might have to give an hour to this and an hour to it tomorrow. Okay. You know, happy Monday. You know, get to it. Church knows this week is basically how we always put our faith in God, but we don't put faith in the outcome. Mm. You know, so put we put our trust in God, but we don't push, put our trust into the outcome. So it's just about like, you know, like giving up and releasing everything and trusting God and your faith. Child, the vulnerability. Okay. And now we have a couple congratulations in order. Bobby Schmurda is rumored to be released this week, you guys. They've been lying to me. Really? They told me that Bobby was going to be released in 2020. Then he got, you know, got locked, got jammed up in some shit. So you don't want to jinx it? I don't want to jinx it. But I heard that February, he was supposed to be released in yes. February. So. Um, Roddy... Rowdy Rebel mm-hmm. was the person who tweeted on Instagram. Tweeted on Instagram. Wow. Okay. Um, that Bobby was supposed to be released in six days. So hopefully, you know. It's the final countdown. <laughs> hopefully, you know, this is truthful. Also, this week, congratulations are in order to Meghan Markle and mm-hmm. Prince Harry. Yes. Um, they. They announced that they're expecting their second child together. So and they also announced that they will not be a part of this fucking royal family. Major. Yeah, I was wondering too, like, God forbid for the for whatever reason Megan is supposed to leave Harry, like is he able to <laughs> go back? Can he? <laughs> I feel like this is the first time like we've ever seen like this whole like I'm not going to be a part of the royal family. Right. And so I really haven't done much research to, like, really know what does that actually mean. Like, once you say that you're not right. a part, like, is it, like, for life or is it, like, nah, I could come back at yeah. a later time? Like, I don't know. It's but, a lot. But, but they taking a stance. And shout out, because, you know, Megan is, what, half black, so. Yeah. Hopefully he's locked in for real. Mm-hmm. Um, also, condolences and prayers to the people of Texas. Texas? Says they are cutting up. Up, like, but I've been, cause basically we gonna get into Senator Cruz. Later. Oh, absolutely. Oh my absolutely. god, absolutely. He's out of. Yeah, that's our checkmate for this okay. week, you guys. Just a little spoiler alert. Yeah, but I don't understand because like it seems like a regular like snowstorm and like temperatures. Obviously, like global warming is. You know. But you know what it is about the South? Like, even in Atlanta, I remember my friend, she was in, I, I believe she was in law school. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally, like, 
even in Atlanta a, a couple years ago, if they got snow, their whole city would city would be shut down. Yes, I remember that. Because like they the don't ice. have like the infrastructure. You know what I mean? Whereas like New York City, like we're used we're to built all for four it. Seasons. Yeah. But it makes me think too, because I took a real estate class like this past year, mm-hmm. and like a part of that was like buildings, like it was a whole chapter, mm-hmm. and like they spoke about like in New York City specifically, like you needed a certain grade of like piping and things. Yes, and that's what they said about in Texas, like the piping, like people's everyone's pipe is first. like that's the issue. Yeah, like that's what's flooding the houses and stuff like that. Like it's not like the natural storm; it's the temperatures like freezing the pipes and like causing the pipe pipes to burst. So I'm wondering, like, is this just, like, a piping thing? Like, is that why Texas is so cheap? Because- <laughs> <laughs> That's why niggas in the fucking mansions with fucking rusty-ass pipes. Right. You hate to see it. <sighs> but no, really condolences. Because the, the fucking pictures and videos I've seen. People crying. Like, devastated. They got their fucking groceries in the snow drain. I saw the ice cream. Took me out. <laughs> Took me out. The- I saw somebody grilling eggs. <laughs> Outside? No, inside. Yes, outside. Like, they were making breakfast. Like, it was the caption. It was like, nah, like, my kids are not going to go hungry. He was really making breakfast on a grill. And it was really scrambled eggs, sausage. On the grill. On the grill. It was really condolences to the people of Texas. But it's so weird, too, because, like. And you nasty-ass bitches that's still flying out getting dick. Mm. Shame on you. Shame on them. Why are you still flying out to Texas when there's no fucking power? Nothing. Mm-hmm. But just vibes. But you going out there for dick. <laughs> Stay your ass home. It's just so crazy, too, because Texas is known to be, like, a hot place. You mm-hmm. know? Like, people, like, I remember seeing videos of people, like, cracking an egg on the sidewalk. And, like, it's frying. <laughs> you know? So, like, global warming, it's a real thing. Like, and if this didn't teach you that, wake up. Okay? Um, also condolences to the Barb's and Minaj family. Oh, yeah. This past week, um, Robert Minaj, Nicki Minaj's father passed away due to a hit and run. Yeah. And, you know, justice has been served, in quotes, I guess. But definitely. Yeah, the guy turned himself in, right? Yes. Yeah. Apparently, like, he hit him. He, like. Looked at him and then just drove away, but the cameras saw him. So it's just a lot going on, and this is a reminder to love on your loved ones because life is just too short. Um, also, this week we found out that Kodak Black is getting married to Mellow Rax. I don't care for any of these individuals, okay? Fair enough. Kodak is 23. Did you know that? What? <laughs> I thought he was my age. I thought he was like in his 30s. He's disgusting. He's been through a lot. And it and shows. he looks like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm like, and it, and it, yeah. Mellow Rax is 19. She's a clown. She has his name, Bill. On Tad- her face. Y'all bitches getting dumber and dumber. On her face. Like, I get you want to profess your love in the form I of a tattoo. I thought that Jade was dumb getting six nines tatted on her, but this beats, this takes the cake. Because she face. got it on her like chest or something, right? She got it on her, her, her arm. arm. Okay. On your face is ridiculous, No, babe. actually, I'm lying. She got six nines. On her face, right on her yeah, chest, yeah, right? Chest, yeah. yeah. And it's an ugly tattoo, too. Disgusting. But Miss Mello, I feel like getting built on your face. Who like, are you? Why are you this way? <laughs> he, got, he got Melody on his neck. Yeah. Dumb. On the neck is fine because you can cover that up, but on your face, like, what are you gonna put? Where is? Never mind. Where's the guidance? 
But also, congrats and happy birthday this week to Paris Hilton, the living legend, you know. The living it girl. The original fucking it, it girl. girl. Paparazzi princess, Paris Hilton. She celebrated her 40th birthday this week. Oh, she's 40? 40. Yes. That, I love yeah. that for her. Oh, yeah. It's just crazy, too, because I remember when she was in her 20s, like, on Simple Life. Mm-hmm. You know, MTV, MVP. Like, Giving them content. Content after content. Yeah. But hot. You know, with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's hot. she's 40. And she's still the same. So, it's just, like, crazy. But... Is that my bestie, Tessie? Well, you saw her little <laughs> preview with um, Saweetie. Saweetie. It was awkward. But... <laughs> <laughs> she also got engaged on her birthday. And she's no stranger to a ring. I don't like that stuff. Don't engage... We got 300, you got 364 other days. Holidays and my birthday is off limits. Do not propose to me on those days. Maybe she, because I'm going to be, special. I'm just saying, not saying that like, you know, obviously I'm going to think like the, the worst, but it's like, if things What's go What's the negative south, that comes with it? If we don't get married. Oh. Now I'm going <laughs> to remember the fact that I was proposed to on fucking Christmas or on my fucking birthday. Oh, gotcha. I'm going to internalize stuff like that. That's me really? personally speaking. That's a Scorpio speaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to get into signs later. But definitely, shout out to her. I feel like she actually wanted this because, like, the way the photo was staged and everything. Mm-hmm. And let's be clear, too. Like, this is, like, her fifth or sixth engagement. Like, really? She's been engaged mad times. Well, she got Kim beat. She was engaged, like, <laughs> what, in 2018? So she's been doing the engagements before Kim. She's been doing this since doing this. Mm-hmm. So like, got her swag from her. We knew that. Basically. Though. We gotta get into something with Kim. <laughs> I like didn't know something about Kim, and that's Ooh. strange because I love Kim K so much. But um, with Paris, like apparently this ring is like a custom Cartier Cartier diamond ring worth ten million dollars, and similar to the Lil Uzi thing. No, that's worth twenty four mil. Ooh. Yeah, it's a difference. But what makes this ring special is it was made by handmade. By one of the members of the Cartier family. Wow. So it's definitely a big thing. Her Come husband, on, Paris. That's my bitch. Yeah. We're going we to get into... Listen, y'all. I'm about to tap in and let y'all in into, like, my little white side. Because I... Some Paris and some Britney. Really? Okay. It's Britney, bitch. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> like, that's where I live. I really? thrive. Yes. MTV girl? Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. Very much so. But, yeah, apparently, like, he's, like, a hedge fund family heir. Like, he's, he got coin, too. Nothing but the best. I don't expect Of course, that. from Miss Paris, right? Good for her. But also, this week, um, happy birthday to Money Mayweather. I feel like it's a lot of money in that Aquarius sign. Like, as though I don't like them, <laughs> as I've mentioned in the past three episodes. <laughs> And every time. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of money in this sign, which is, you know, like... Yeah, money... Yeah. I'm smiling mm-hmm. internally. Good for them. Money with Mayweather celebrated his birthday this week in Miami, I believe, and it was a big thing. Yeah, he had, like, 50 chains on. Of course, you know. Major. People like Rick Ross and Tommy attended his event. And Tommy it was, be attended anything. She's plugged in. She's really drunk. She's yeah. an alcoholic. No, like real life. Like people joke about it. No, she's really an alcoholic. But it's like real. Yeah, somebody <laughs> who has been nobody has been playing about her alcoholism. I feel like, especially like in the black culture, like we put like these no, major we were labels not. 
on like situations that are minor and minuscule. Oh <laughs> well, no, she's real life. And in this situation, I thought it was one of those situations. No, she's like really. Like she shouldn't even be around wine. Like I've seen her in the supermarket drunk. Like she was at a club, like screaming, jumping on back. She be plugged in because she be with everybody. She was with Carisha in the club for her birthday. Right. She be everywhere. Yeah. Mm. I love Tommy though. She bad mm, girl. I wish Tommy the best of luck. Tommy, tonight. I'm about to be in Atlanta soon. <laughs> <laughs> also, happy birthday to Guap, another money nigga. He no money and so tacky. He is tacky, but definitely money nonetheless. Let's be clear. Yeah. Ice is dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 10, 10, 10, 17 brings forward. Okay. Um, he celebrated his birthday this week and he did something very selfless and gave a try clock to Pooh Shiesty. Yes. So Pooh Shiesty, that's my dog. But Pooh, Poo, you know I'm really shiesty. Okay. He gifted Pooh with a try clock, which was very it was a nice moment to see a black man celebrate another black man Good for him. in this way. I'm telling you, Pooh, I listened to, I, I finally listened to Pooh. Wait, we got to get into new music. So just let's, we're going to transition right All now right, into new music and just. All right, let me just start with new music from last week. I finally listened to Pooh Shiesty's, um mixtape. Mm-hmm. This nigga really sounds like Gucci. It's Is he very strange. Because it's, it's yes, he signed. Yeah, he signed to Gucci too. He sounds like him, and that is like the craziest thing to me. But, but you know, I'm really Jaycee. And Pooh he's from Tennessee. I didn't know that. I thought he was from Atlanta. I thought he was from Atlanta too. No, he's from Tennessee. Can we just group them all together, like all them bullshit states, like North Carolina, Tennessee? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Hold on, my family's from North Carolina. Do not do that. All these bullshit states. <laughs> Nah, yo, you okay? Let me get into this new music segment. Niggas <laughs> <is> disrespectful. <laughs> um, did you watch Judas and the Black Messiah? I was trying to, but not I have it. not, unfortunately. However, I did listen to the soundtrack because they had the a lot of people on it. Soundtrack is heat. Yo, they had ASAP Rocky, Pusha T, Little Dirk, Little and, of Dirk. Course, and of course the standout track that Jay-Z. everybody. Jay-Z and Nipsey Hussle, what it feels like. And I personally... I wasn't um, feeling it. You, wasn't, you didn't like it? I'm going to say, one, I fucked with the track a lot. Wow. Because Nipsey... For Nipsey to have been gone on almost, what, a year or two? Going on two years? Mm-hmm. His vocals did not sound like post-death. Like, I feel like in... The biggest issue that I had with Pop Smoke and his album was that I felt like it sounded as if his verses were not complete and he had to put stuff together. Nipsey's verse sounded as if Nipsey was still here and he recorded it. Like, and that was the, like, you know, I I don't know how, you know, complete the verse was or whatever it was, but it sounded 100% complete and as if Nipsey was still here today and recorded. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just love, I love, you know, JT had his little one line. He has a couple lines in me, actually, that a couple I, bars. I really fucked with. Um, but overall, I haven't, I haven't listened to, I mean, I, I haven't watched Judas and the Black Messiah, but this soundtrack is heat. Like, it reminded me of Black Panther soundtrack. But more hood. Yes, but more, right? Yeah. 
ASAP Rocky came out the fucking woodworks. And we haven't heard about ASAP in a minute. Since Sweden. Okay. Like, but overall, this was a solid project. So I'm definitely going to look in. I'm definitely going to watch the movie sometime soon. But I'm watching it this week. Um, yeah. Enough is enough. There's some new show on Netflix everybody's talking about, too. What? Something about, like, your caretaker or something. Something oh, babes, like that. I don't that. know. I didn't hear that. Something about care. Okay. I want to see it. Everybody's talking about it. I want to watch it. Okay. Next week, I'll have a review. <laughs> um, next. So let me tell you about this girl. What's bitch? Koi Lorette. What's her name? I like her. her. Okay, okay. Can we get into her quickly? Because y- y'all already know. You know, I, you know, I dabble into the lady pond. Okay. <laughs> so I've been hearing this song on TikTok the whole time. I never. I hate these songs on TikTok, and I never know who the fuck sings these shits, right? So I finally find her Instagram, mm-hmm. right? And I realize this is her song. Blah blah. I'm looking at her Instagram. I'm like, yo, this bitch look mad fucking good. Like, I would really fuck her. But really, yes, like she just like a little hood, little mm, like you know, and I like the way she be changing her voice on the song. Pull up okay. in that, um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> so she released her remix with Little Dirk of No More Parties. Mm-hmm. Little Dirk is what Little Baby is becoming. Like Little Dirk is becoming to me what I feel about Little. The sazon, the paprika. Yes, the minute I see Little Dirk. Download. Uh, I don't. I know a team. I don't even need to. I don't really even need to really hear his full verse. I just know what he's going to deliver. Okay. And um, I'm not going to lie. The no party song, the original. I'm not really a huge. I like the original. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't captivate me. It's a vibe. Way. Like it, you can't listen for content. Mm. You have to listen to it for vibe. Oh, just vibe. It's just vibe. Okay. Like don't listen to that. Okay. Well, I really enjoyed the remix. Um, a lot. And you know, Dirk came and did what he had to do. I feel like it's crazy. Dirk has the perfect voice for those slow type of beats. Mm-hmm. And so he delivered. Um, that's what I recommend. Also, I'm 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 still trying to figure out though what is this coil array? Like, what is her her stitch? Like, I don't know, cause she gives me a mix of Ruby Rose. And like, because she does all, like, I, I scroll through her fucking gram, top to bottom. Mm-hmm. And all she does, like, I mean, not all she does, but it's a lot of twerking videos, her showing her ass, her little pretty body. Mm. No, she ain't got no chest, you know, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And so I'm really trying to get like her, her stick. Like, I'm just like, are so, you, are you just a microwave? Like, a microwave? For, like, are, like, are you just here to like pop for, for the moment or are you like. You here to stay. Yeah. She's definitely here to stay. Like, I can I see think, that. Yeah. But she gives me, like, put Janae Aiko and Lil Durk together. And, like, that vibey, yeah. yet boppy. Mm-hmm. She's right there between, like, that vibe and bop. Yeah. Like, right in the middle. So. Yeah, but good girl thought. She's not going to last long, this but. Is, but this is good. Listen it. I'm. I am all for if you're gonna ride out your single, get the most poppinest remix you can get. As you can. Because this is about to go up again, because now Little Dirk is on it, so he's gonna perform it and blah blah blah. So this is gonna stay current for quite some time. Yeah. Um, next is um Little TJ and I don't know how to pronounce his name. Is it black? Is it six lakh? I don't know. Black. Black? Okay, cool. I love him. I'm calling my phone. This was a song, I believe this was also a remix as well. I heard this on the radio, and then I saw um, Black post about it on Instagram, mm-hmm. and 
Little TJ, he re- he reminds me, he's like in the realm of like A Boogie. You know they both from the Bronx, but I think little TJ's from Fordham. Um, Fordham? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> but um I think having black on the song definitely makes it more marketable and like mainstream in a way. Where I can see this like being played like outside of just like urban. Okay. Urban radio. You know, so it's overall solid song. I enjoyed it. You know, I love I love black. So are you, he, he can't do any wrong. Are you me. putting um black in a mainstream category? He has the ability to. Like I feel like he like No, but like right now. Off of his last I feel like his last project made him more mainstream. But with like is he mainstream? Like, do you I don't think he's a mainstream artist at all, no. Okay. But I think his last project, that East Atlanta Love Letters, put him more mainstream because he had the um, J. Cole feature or whatever right. it was going to be. Like, I think that put more eyes on him. Okay. But, he's not mainstream. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't call him mainstream at all. Because like, I feel like people talk about, like, I'm not a fan. I love Black and like Division. I love them. But I like Division off of um, the Drake features and... No, he has a song in too deep that I also like. Okay, (laughs) yes. So, but I don't consider him mainstream. Like I feel like if you know, you know. Mm -hmm. But with black, like it's kind of like a different perception because it's like people know about him and they give him so much. Do you think black has a cult like following? Like he reminds me of like a Kendrick, like almost. Like he has a cult like following. Right. Um, for sure. But that definitely makes sense. Yeah. Um, next, let me tell you, I love Seven Streeter. I don't give a I fuck about I her. I don't know why she did not pop. Actually, I do know why she didn't why pop. Why she didn't pop? She didn't pop because she signed to Chris Brown. And Chris Brown is a fucking megastar. The so artist he, signing so to artists? So he doesn't care. I don't say that he doesn't care, but it's like, he's, what you expected from, he's not going to give that to you. So that's why you did, Seven Streeter is a phenomenal writer. She can sing and harp, sing her ass off. Mm. Um, she had a single with um, Chris Brown and ASAP Ferg. He, she got Yo, me he, so tight with this because basically she put um, like the names was blank, so it was guilty featuring blank blank blank. Really? And the Chris Brown name is like similar to the amount of letters that said Nicki Minaj. So. <laughs> so you don't. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> I was you so. Yeah, you are funny. I was like, bitch. However, I, I mean, I just don't know where this is going to go for seven. It's like, not going anywhere. I thought, like, I, I have her EPs. Like, I generally enjoy her music. Do you? Yeah, I do. I generally enjoy her music. Um, But, you know, I, I don't really, I don't, I want more for seven. But, I mean, maybe it's just, sometimes this is the case of you are just better as a writer. And yeah. Versus, you know, like, not everybody can be a Neo. Where Neo can write for people and also deliver a hit. You know? Yeah. So... I feel like she's a good girl. She is. She's definitely a look. She's fire. Like she looks good. Like she looks the part. Like I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Next, we're gonna get Chris into, again. No, we're gonna get into um Miss Erica Banks. Oh. This was something I did not need. I'm. I'm gonna let you know right now. And they, the busted remix Erica Banks featuring Travis Scott. I did not. I did. I hated it. Auto Tune Boy. Travis Scott did not sound great at all on this remix. Yikes. I did not need this from him. I get it. They both from Houston, so that was the connection. Blah blah blah. Oh, I didn't get that. But 
I mean, this was not it. At all. Erica, if you wanted to remix this, you were supposed to put Meg on this. Uh, Travis uh, sounded awkward. I did... A lot of his, like, you know, his typical, like, auto-tune sound effects was absent of this. So yeah. it made it even less enjoyable to listen to. Wow. Like, I didn't hear... I didn't get a fucking... It's lit. Nothing. Like, I didn't get nothing from this. It wasn't lit. I... Not to mention, I already did not care for the original song. Outside of the TikTok, I did not care for the song because the song was trash. Absolutely. Through and through. Through and through. So, this was not... I, okay. It didn't mean much to me. I have... I have... I have yeah, I, zero out of ten would recommend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, we have... This is literally my favorite song. I would say of maybe twenty twenty. I don't know, but um, Chris Brown and Young Thug released the remix to "Go Crazy." This is how you extend a bop. <laughs> what? Featuring the Future, Little Dirk, and Mulatto. Let me tell y'all something. I didn't even know I needed a remix to this song until I heard the remix. I definitely didn't want. To be honest, I'm kind of half half. I don't know. I I listened to the remix quite a few times, and I'm like, I don't know if I really care for this. I love. I think the original is so dope that this song did not need a remix. However, I do think that I particularly enjoyed Dirk's and Future um, verses the most. I did not need Mulatto's verse. I think Mulatto's verse was very lackluster. I think it didn't really stand out. It didn't. um, It just didn't give me anything. Like I mean. Besides her saying throat baby, throat crazy, it didn't give me much. Wow. That's terrible. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of torn because I enjoyed the remix overall. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, I don't know if I needed this song. I think Chris Brown and Young Thug had such a great song with Go Crazy. I don't think it needed a remix. I felt the same way. And it lasted so long. Like It wasn't like a here today, going tomorrow. Like It was... It's still being played today. So, <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm not really sure, but you know. But I, I also feel like, too, like this is a lot about Mulatto because Mulatto you can't stand with the men. She, I thought. I thought, too. But I mean, you maybe. can't stand with the men. Like, this is a lot. Like, you should have been, especially at this point in your career. I thought Mulatto was going to eat on this record, and she didn't. She's been eating other things that we spoke yeah, about in this segment. So it's just ridiculous that, you know, she. Didn't deliver. Yeah. On such a major platform. Yeah, but you know. This was your monster moment, Mulatto. This was not her monster moment. Calm down. <laughs> it was not her monster moment. <laughs> but, I mean, she definitely could have delivered a harder verse than what. This low-key might have been her monster moment. Chris Brown, Lil Dirk, Future? Mm, maybe. I don't know. Mulatto, babe. I'm not going to put Future and fucking Dirk on the side of Jay-Z and I'm not gonna do that, but though. talk about the times of right now. You just said okay, Dirk is on the time of little okay, baby, okay, okay, okay. so okay, okay. and future future is up there with the the people that are here to stay. So I think future is finally happy with Dallas Dior. Yes, and this and and I, and I think he he spoke about her too on this go crazy remix. What did he too. say? I forgot. I can't remember the, the verse, but. Let me tell you something. Future is singing a new tune He's to singing. death. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to that later. Um, last, I got this song um, called That Go. And it's by Young Stoner Life. I don't know who Young Stoner Life is. I don't know if that's a part of Young. young I feel like Young I've heard of this artist before. 
I don't know, but it's Young Thug and Meek Mill featuring Tishon. Overall, it's a it's a it's a bop. I listened to it probably like three times. You like? I really like Meek's verse, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, I don't. This is definitely. I feel like this is a more of a local song, like a local Atlanta song. So we won't be playing again. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna go mainstream. But this is it's just, it's it's cute. You can get your little captions off from there. I, I found a lot of captions Speaking in Speaking of captions, Ooh. I have to give a shout out to friends of the show, Clean Money Mac. Ah! He released a new EP. That he did. And I gave it a listen. And I was greatly surprised. I'm waiting on the visuals, honey. I was greatly surprised. It was a lot of captions. A lot of... He was popping his shit. And I was just like, wow. He was popping his shit. He says something like, unemployment think I'm laid off, (laughs) but I cook books like Madoff. (laughs) And I grabbed my chest. Period. (laughs) Clean money, Mac. Like, I was like, wow. I'm not gonna lie. I DM'd him and I'm like, um, I need you to send that link in a week early. Like, hello. We gotta do a review. No, yeah. We're gonna really give you an in-depth review, but... Literally, like, I was really impressed, I was, I, was, I was definitely impressed. Like, given the state of music, I think, you know, like, I, I, I was greatly shocked. And that's why I want to see the fucking visuals, because he keep on posting these fucking badass bitches that he did a, a little music video with, and I need to see what it's hitting for. Exactly. If you need okay. a manager, let me know. <laughs> I'm not a manager. Okay. I'm crying. But it's a bunch of shit. Did you check out the um, Zaza video you know i didn't so i don't even understand why you even asked me a question six nine released a song called zaza and this week we're gonna get into it but this is zaza up in the mind i don't even need the oh my god i gotta add that to the checklist wait 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 wait. so he released a song called zaza and basically this week six nine is back into his disruptive marketing bag it, it is what it is. The boy is a marketing genius. Like, we're going to get into it, but he's, like, a running down. A marketing genius? Is it, is it genius when you're really about to risk your life? Sips Cabernet. <laughs> <laughs> like, how genius is this? He um, released a Zaza song and a video, which has um, gotten to 24 million views on I YouTube. I don't care. And basically, this week, too, he also did a run-in with Meek Mill. And that snippet is also in the video. It's going up, but we're going to get into that later on in this episode. Um, I don't care about him. The Baby also released a freestyle this week, which I would say as well is disruptive marketing because he starts off by saying he's the greatest rapper. You know? Nobody ever felt that way. Ever. ever. (laughs) (laughs) I love how he's insane. And basically, like, it's just been a bunch of backlash, specifically over this. JoJo Siwa. So, I mean, I don't really know too much about JoJo Siwa. I know her through Kim Kardashian in North. Same. Right? Yes. Yes. When North went to her house. Yes, for her birthday or something like that. Oh, my gosh. Um, Essentially, so, the baby remixed the beatbox, the Juju, the the Junebug challenge. Um, And... He basically said, nigga, you a bitch, Joja Siwa. And that let Twitter into fucking 
erupting into fucking flames. Specifically, James Charles popped out the woodworks, basically saying, like, why is the baby speaking on Jojo Siwa Mm -hmm. when she's younger than him and she has more money than him? And two inches taller than him. I was like, wow. These YouTube stars are on their shit. They're on their ass. Like, they have created their own lane within this entertainment industry. On their fucking ass. Go, go, go on, friend. Yeah, and so basically, I mean, yeah, a lot of the uh, tw- the the tweets, um, you know, they're basically saying that he's basically just trying to stir up controversy and generate views. Disruptive marketing. Um, and he said that, like, a lot of people are saying, like, he knew that throwing JoJo um, in that line would get people talking. And a couple, and like a background on JoJo Siwa is that she recently just came out as, as a lesbian. As, yeah, as gay, as a lesbian. As a gay. A gay, a lesbian, I don't know. The same thing. Ciao. But um, yeah, she recently, <laughs> yeah, she recently announced that she has a girlfriend um, or whatever. So you know, and so you know, right. the motherfucking Twitter people are trying to link this into, you know, Toxic masculinity. Tox- yeah, like, you know. A bunch of other things. Yeah, and so, course. I mean, my thoughts, personally, I I personally feel like, I don't know what, part of me feels like, and we're going to get into this later when we talk about Meek and that Kobe line. <laughs> part of me feels like, I feel like the line just flowed with the previous bar and where he was going. But the other part is, though, too, is that, like... You guys, let's be clear. I feel like AJ baby... plays the cape for Meek. Put that in. What? We're not even talking about Meek right now, though. You play okay, the cape whatever. for me. We're going to get to that later. But, I mean, uh, part of me feels like he said it to rhyme. But the other part is that it's just dumb to say. Because I just feel like you know what the backlash is going to be. And so I was like, why do that? Right? Like, you put out a freestyle... Or whatever the case may be, the baby. You put out a freestyle with the same ass fucking flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, why do that to put your name in all this controversy? And I feel like the baby actually really thrives off of controversy, whether it's him killing someone in Walmart or that happened. Yes, <laughs> he killed somebody in Walmart. Yes, that's a, that. That was really like his like rise to fame. He literally oh. killed someone out of self-defense in Walmart. Wait, could you tell me this? Like, I really don't know. Really I, quick, just like, I cannot get into it because I really don't have all the details in my he head. He killed right somebody now. in Walmart? Yes! I'm not even lying. You can look this up. I've he, never heard this story before. Because that's why in all his on, in all his songs, he always says, like, oh, like, you, you run up on me, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you. Because he really dead-ass shot someone. Oh, my gosh. Granted, it was self-defense, you know. How the baby killed a guy in Walmart legally? Le- no, literally, for real. I'm not. I'm not even lying. I had no idea. He really is real life. Like, like that's why he always be rapping like that. But I mean, I just feel like yeah, the baby just stems off of controversy, and I'm just like, why do that? Like, oh shit, why? house. You know, I really had no clue. Not shit, house. You're pissing <laughs> <it> off. <laughs> no, I really had no clue. Yeah. In 2018. Yeah. This was just just before his rise to fame. Oh, somebody was trying to rob him. Yes. Yo, yes. Walmart is so ghetto in the South. It is. Go, and maybe having, having guns in there, too. And yeah, it's legal. You can buy them. Caskets? Yeah. Yo, what the fuck? Oh, so ghetto. But, anywho. But, yeah. So, I just feel like the baby, you just did not. I feel like he could have. <laughs> Dre's face. Oh, my God, y'all. Yeah. 
Why is this on the internet? Oh my god. Okay, anyways, I'm gonna wrap up this baby. Basically, I feel like he could have reworked his three bars so, to, to, to say something different. So let me ask you. Because you remember, like, you know, when you bring all this to light, I think about 50 Cent and how his rise to fame was the whole shot nine times, mm-hmm. jaw rule, the back rule. You know, like, basically, like, disruptive Contra- marketing, yeah. controversy. You know, so do you think the baby is in that same space of, you know? I feel you know what you know what it is. The difference between these current artists, whether it's Six Nine or the baby, and Fifty, is that I feel like Fifty. Meek. Oh, maybe Meek. Okay, fine. We, we can we can throw Meek. You in see there. you see how you cape for Meek. I do cape him because I feel like Go I'm off. gonna check him in private. <laughs> Fifty Cent had a goal of like marketing, right? He wanted to elevate himself. So whether that meant trolling, um, Ja Rule or whoever it is, it was the outcome. Whereas I feel like these people, whether it's Meek, whether it's Six Nine, I feel like Six Nine, has whether it's a strategy, whether it's um, he had a strategy once before before he got indicted. What's back into place, honey? Um, whether it's Back in 08, listening to 50 Cent, and this is in the height of him and Jay, um, him and Ja Rule beefing, nigga was still producing content. Like, the shit was heat, regardless of how you felt. And that's why These I niggas stand, don't get the same energy from me. That's why I stand with 6 9 Oh, please, okay, bye. Because bye, the numbers bye. are still there. But go, go, his, go on to the baby. Is, his, go, numbers, <laughs> his numbers no. are still there on where? On YouTube. But go, the nigga can't be crying about... Niggas no. don't really fuck with your shit. You be crying about number your album, one. You your be crying album about is number trash. One. Your album is trash. You be about number Period. one. Period. Six nine. You will never wait, go wait, platinum. Wait. Go to the baby. That is the topic I need. No, we're gonna segue back into Young Miami. <laughs> it's Young Miami ho. Bitches don't like my flow, but I'm pretty though. <laughs> she said that. So Young Miami released a Nan freestyle. This I don't week. know Nan nigga. And uh, that's Trina. Oh, yes. That's not what she did? No. Oh. At all. So, in this freestyle, it was basically. It was terrible. Okay. I'm sorry. It was basically Young Miami tackling a Brooklyn or UK drill beat. It was terrible. She was fighting that beat. And essentially. <laughs> she was losing the beat. <laughs> She was losing. I, and I know I love Young Miami. Miss Mama, like the flow broke mid fucking freestyle. <laughs> like the flow, broke. the flow broke because it started flowing at the the beginning, but then somewhere along the line, like she started like adding too much words to the bar, and it was just too much. And she basically ended the freestyle as soon as, as soon as the beat was about to drop. Good for her. Which means she knows her body. Stay in your body. Please. <laughs> but overall, like, it was just too much. Too soon from Young Miami. And yeah. we don't consider her the rapper. 
you know, school ch- children in England know that part. Like, they do. Young man <laughs> is not the rapper of the group. JT is. You know, so this freestyle on her birthday was just too much for... It was a lot to handle. The children to take. And shout out to her. It was also her birthday week, which she turned into a month. She was in Jamaica cutting up, and now she had a birthday dinner where JT gifted her 50K because they go 50-50 on everything. Friends, y'all heard that? I'm glad you said that. Friends. I go 50-50 with a lot of bitches. My birthday is March 20th. I'm Hold on. It's in less than a month. Yeah. And I need you to reciprocate the same energy. Hello. That JT is giving, you know, like I deserve. Is this mic on? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking of birthday freestyles, Meg the Stallion. Meg the whore. That you didn't receive. I did not receive. I just love. First of all, however, I wasn't a fan of her fashions. She had the. Let me tell you something. The fucking boot cut jeans with the bikini. Cut that out. And the trucker hat that doesn't match anything. Cut the. Cut it out. She is so Texas. It's ridiculous. Like. She needs a team behind her. She's a stylist. And a therapist. I'm gonna talk about therapy later on in the episode, but y'all will be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like, Megan, at this point in your career, there's no reason why you should still be dressing like a fucking WWE wrestler. If you was the next fucking Cardi B stimulus plant, where is the looks? At all. Like, it's just ridiculous. Like, you give me good wigs. I will say that. Shout out to Kellen. Mm -hmm. But everything else is just like, babe, like, why are you still doing this? But the freestyle was hard, which is why I'm still holding. And I'm just like, I just. I don't feel like it was hard. I feel like hard is giving it too much. It was not soft. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, what? So, what does that even mean? It wasn't soft. I feel like it was hard. I don't know. You said hard. Yes, I feel like it was hard. So, you feel like, no, 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 no. I feel like she was in a fucking app. So, it reminded me of the freestyle that she did before her album. Which had me gas thinking that she was really about to be on some shit when she was like, oh, it was the protect for me, hey. No, I feel like when you say hard, like you have to give me like bars that you remember. What do you remember from this freestyle? I'm lit right now, so I'm not even gonna do that to Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> it wasn't soft. <laughs> it wasn't soft. <laughs> what else is going on? I'm kidding. Okay. Oh, speaking of I'm in the topic of this. <laughs> Terrible segue. Yeah, this is messy or how This we is why I put this how I put that, this. That was that was that was messy. Um Tory Lanez, y'all. Tory Lanez has um a new single out with featuring Chris Brown. Tory Lanez has been in the media this week. This <laughs> He's is, been up and stuck. Okay. <laughs> um Tory Lanez featuring Chris Brown feels um, I already told y'all how I felt coming back in season two that I'm gonna cover this nigga music because, and this is gonna tie into my later point later on in the episode about how y'all move the goalposts about abusers and who y'all choose to support. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go say, I 
guess I am supporting this nigga, but whatever. Let me tell you something. Feels? This song, I'm making Feels? love to this song. Temperature rising. Okay. And nothing to add about what I want to do Let to you. Let me tell you, Tori and Chris did what they had to do on this song. Period, pool. In the video? Period, pool. Okay. I'm trying to... They talking some things. I'm trying to I'm get not all the way aligned with as far as like, you know, fucking raw and things like that. But, yeah. Chris said that he's going to fuck raw. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, but this song is a fucking this right here. That's baby making music. That's that's period pool. That is okay. You better know yourself when you play this song. Know like your you, body. You know like your stroke. Trying to trap you. Okay. Ooh, know your body. Know your stroke. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> Torlin's also released a. Um, mine still remix and yeah, I love Tori for his remix. I hope he keeps Drake's part in his remix. Is that possible or is that yeah, copyright infringement? Mm, I don't know actually. But Tori, this remix, I'm 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 gonna let you know right now. When I did my recap of 2020, Chicks Tape Five was heavy in rotation. So y'all already know how I'm coming. Period. Pool. Tor- this mind story, Tori needed. He needed this beat. But I'm not gonna lie to you. This was his beat, though. I'm this still not over beat. Drake's verse. Nah. Just, uh, <laughs> like, pretty face, pretty tempted. <laughs> but pretty told me ugly lessons. <laughs> like, <laughs> what bitch had Drake fucked up? And I feel like we all had that situation. My my dad always told me Chris Brown cute was gonna leave you hurt. And that's how I operate. That's why I like medium ugly niggas. And that's what got you to that point. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And it was a whole big controversy between him and Young Blue because eventually, um, you know, Tory Lanez released this remix, and then Young Blue was like, "Oh, I, you know, I connected with with, with you to work with you, and you never got Dog. back to me, and you never tagged me, and blah blah blah." It was a little social media debacle for like two days. Yeah. Um, but eventually, um, well, first before they resolved the issue, Young Blue actually had Tory Lanez remix taken down. Oh. Off of YouTube and shit. Oh, he wasn't playing. Oh no, he was not playing. Let's and then crystal. they met up and they, I guess, squashed it, um, or whatever. And then Tory Lanez was able to release the remix to his song. I'm on YouTube and SoundCloud. So, you know, through and through. That remix is what I need. I'm sorry. I don't even care about the remix. I just want Drake's verse. Like, that verse is, you know, it just does something to my soul. So, if pretty don't come with something, then I did it. Oh, my gosh. What are you coming with? (laughs) 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 Also, rumors of Culture 3 on the way. I don't know how I feel about that. Because Culture 2, I wasn't... Culture 2 was mid. Culture 2 was mid. Culture? Culture 1? Culture was it. Period. Like, I understood why the Migos was the Migos with Culture. Literally. After Culture, I don't know what was happening. Culture 2 was mid. Like, I... Like, mm, yeah. So I don't know about Culture Three, but apparently, like I, I have like this page that like gives me like insight into the hip hop world of music and mm-hmm. like what's on the way and things like that. 
and there's rumors of Culture 3 being in the makings. Okay. And I saw um, Offset Sweet something of the sort. Also, people are saying that Meet the Wolf 3 is on the way. And, you know, this you week... You know how I feel. I know. I know. They did wrong by Pop's vocals, so I don't know if I want to hear anything else. This week, we celebrated the first year of Pop being dead. And it was very much very Can heavy. I say pop if I get the smoke. I'm yeah. Okay. It was definitely they couldn't heavy. be cribs, so they turned fuck. Okay. Okay. It was definitely heavy on my, my mind <laughs> and my heart. my heart. Yeah. So you know to see, but there's rumors of me to move three definitely put me in better spirits. Better spirits, but it definitely gave me you know a little. Of something to look forward to, mm-hmm. but it definitely still hurts, you know, the fact that they took him so soon. Almost cry on this episode is sick ass behavior. I cannot. <laughs> Anyways, um, we're gonna go into the checkup portion of the podcast. And this is where we provide updates on previous covered stories from episodes. And so, we're going to jump right into it, child. Yo, for February to be Black History Month, and I'm going to get into this later. It's been some bullshit. Y'all been cutting up, especially in this month. No lie. No lie. Uh, We're going to start with Donald Trump. Yeah. The Gemini. Child, he has been acquitted of his motherfucking impeachment for the second time. Okay. Are you surprised? I'm not. Actually, I am a just. A I'm, twenty bit. I'm like three percent surprised. Three percent out of a yeah. hundred. Yeah. Because I felt like they were strategic and like, okay, we're gonna postpone this trial until we get the new Senate mm-hmm. or whatever, and. It was just fucking bullshit. So essentially, you know, they wanted to impeach him based off of the insurrection, the um, attack at Capitol Hill um, that happened in the beginning of January. And essentially, we needed 57 senators to convict Trump, right? Um, And... No, I'm lying. No, we didn't. No, we needed 67 votes. We needed 67 senators to convict um, Trump. However, we only got 57. Mm-hmm. And that means, you know, though the Senate is is majority um, Democratic, we still needed, I believe, anywhere between nine to 10 senators. Mm-hmm nine to ten Republican senators to vote him guilty. And that did not happen. Of course. Are you surprised? And it's just like, uh, it's just crazy the fact that you can literally call for violence and destruction at the fucking nation's capital and literally not get and not have any repercussions. Just get away with it. You know, and on the other side of this is that you know, there are people that who were at the Capitol Hill attacks and who were arrested. They are facing felony charges. But, I mean, I'm kind of 
at this point where I'm like, okay, you can face a felony charge doesn't mean that you're going to be convicted of the felony charge. Mm. You know, and so at that point, I'm just like, okay, yeah, you can charge them with whatever felony counts you want to, but I'm not sure. I'm not 100%. I'm not even close to 100% confident that these people that were at Capitol Hill will be held responsible for what they did. Oh, absolutely not. You know, we so know it's, it's, it it's fucked up through and through. We definitely know what Yeah, it is. and then lastly, Twitter did confirm that Donald Trump is permanently banned. So... He's banned. Like you, you have will no never, business being on Twitter anyway. You will never have a Twitter account again. He got fired. But he'll be on Facebook, so whatever. I don't even have Facebook anymore, so okay. you could say that. Okay, but yeah, so that's where we're at with Donald Trump and his fuckery, whatever. Speaking of fuckery, let's transition over into B. Simone. We last spoke about her and her being canceled with the whole book situation. Mm-hmm. About like basically like she plagiarized the book and then she came forward saying from that black she, creators saying that she didn't know what was going on and she had writers and publishers and ah ah ah. She's back in the headlines this week because apparently she made a video basically critiquing women over dating preferences. And she's been receiving a bunch of backlash. Mm -hmm. She made a video this past week with the caption, Happy Valentine's Day. Do you manifest love? Do the manifest love challenge with me, babies. Ladies, make a list of the perfect man. Then make a list of the type of woman he would need by his side. Focus on becoming her. Let's do this together. DM me your proof of your list. I have a surprise for y'all. We are manifesting love all 2020. True love still exists. You attract what you believe. Just believe. So in this video, they are cutting her up because in this video, she's basically telling how like bitches want a man with good teeth and they don't have good teeth. Bitches want a man with good credit. They don't have good credit. Or more so how she stole again the manifestation of love from other creators. Yes, there's a creator on the internet basically saying she posted her video along with B. Simone's video. And the similarities are definitely there, I will say. But Twitter is going up, up in arms because um, a couple of people said, I thought we all agreed to stop listening to B. Simone. I did. After she scammed y'all with that marketing manifestation book. I know I did. I don't know what the rest of y'all bitches was doing. <laughs> but I've been checked out of been. I'm surprised that all this is really transpiring. I was in the forefront. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody said, fuck y'all defending B. Simone weird ass for. Y'all forgot about that angry black woman shit she said. She has a long history. This bitch, B. Simone, cannot tell me anything about my life. Period. Bitch, you talking about how you cannot date somebody that date nine to five because you're an entrepreneur and they wouldn't understand. The Shut lifestyle. the fuck up. Uh, uh, uh. Then on top of that, you have stolen fucking content from black women creators time and time again. Absolutely. Why the fuck would I listen to you for anything? Absolutely. She doesn't feed me in any type of way. She's a clown. Not a clown to Chris. Chris Smith specifically. Apparently, she has been rumored to be dating Chris Smith, who is um, a defensive end on the Las Vegas Raiders. She was spotted. Also, not an entrepreneur. She's 
พระสรียไว้อย่าไปเสียใจกับการที่เธอถูกบังคับให้เข้าไปในสถานการณ์ที่มีสิทธิ์ในการเข้าไปในสถานการณ์ที่มีสิทธิ์ในการเข้าไปในสถานการณ์ที่มีสิทธิ์ในการเข้าไปในสถานการณ์ที่มีสิทธิ์ในการเข้าไปในสถานการณ์ที่มีสิทธิ์ในการเข้าไปในสถานการณ์ที่มีสิทธิ์ในการเข้าไปใน Apparently, her manifestations have been working in her favor. So, y'all might want to follow me, Simone. I don't want to follow anything <laughs> that this bitch does. No, like, that's a fact. I'm sorry. Okay. Actually, I'm not sorry. I do not like no. Anyways, Fuck her for life. Fuck her for life. Like, oh my. That's how I feel. Fair enough. Um, <clears throat> y'all, Lisa Bloom has entered the motherfucking chat. With Ti and Tiny. I Wait a minute! Didn't I say that last week? I literally said to y'all, given the fact that this is now affecting their bag. Okay, but Lisa Bloom is here. If y'all don't know Lisa Bloom already, she let me tell you anything with sexual assault, sexual harassment, and celebrity abuse, and celebrity that bitch is there. Lisa okay? Bloom, everybody. That is the two. That is the name that you don't want to hear. It's like Johnny Cochran yeah. of 2021. Okay, and so Lisa Bloom is moving forward, <laughs> forward with her intent to represent Ti and Tiny's alleged victims. I believe there's maybe like one or two of them. There's a couple of them on Instagram. <laughs> yes, and so um, Lisa has previously like represented like. People of Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. and Bill, like Cosby, Bill Cosby, Black China. Hello. Her track record, okay. Um, and so she posted last week. She said, "We just signed our second accuser against Ti and Tiny." Mm-hmm. Um, she posted on Instagram. If you have information about this important case, please contact me. Um, she added that you know she promises to keep everything free and and confidential, and that that and that she understands fear. You know that, and that's fear of people coming forward to, you know, putting money in your head. Yeah, and so from here, baby, it can only get messier. Okay, <laughs> it's not looking. And let me tell you, T actually adding adding onto this. Tiny actually went on Instagram last week. She said it on Valentine's Day, and she was like, "Oh, we're actually on this new app because it's so, you know, Instagram. We're trying to protect our peace, so we're on this new app. Follow us there." Tiny, you keep on. Please. You gonna learn yourself a decent lesson, I promise you. Hmm. Terrible. Um, next, we have YFN Lucci. He has actually been released from jail. We have covered that he. Um, Was he had to turn himself in for um, being associated with a murder? He pushed the person off the car. Allegedly, <laughs> we have to say that because they can take our stuff down. <laughs> you over here laughing? <laughs> okay. Uh, he was. They locked him up. Ain't no appa- uh, allegedly. Was, you were innocent until proven guilty. He was guilty when he got the cups. <laughs> no, that's not how that went. Oh my god. Okay. Anyways. On a five hundred thousand dollar bond, um, we covered over the last couple of weeks that he had um, he had um, met with the judge to request um, 
a bond, but they had denied it originally. And so he was released last Tuesday um, on bond. And, you know, his next court date has yet to be set. Um, but he is still, I, I believe he is still going to trial. So this is not over. He's out for now, but it's definitely not over. And so, you know, praise to wife and Lucci and Regine. Especially yeah. Regine. What? She needs a. Okay. We all want love. Right. Um, we covered um Tessica Brown, Miss Gorilla Glue. <laughs> and I'm so over. I'm so over her. Let me tell you something. And you, I'm just. I'm over this bitch Same. because you know she let me actually let me let me start with congratulations for getting the glue out for getting your scalp back um, Dr. Um, Obeng um, in Beverly Hills um, actually performed the I'm not gonna say surgery but the operation or whatever the case for was. free yes for free to get the glue removed from her hair. So, you know, congrats to her for that. I, I generally do feel that. She's been doing a series of interviews with media outlets talking about, um, there was rumors that, you know, she was suing Gorilla Glue and like all these other things. Right. And she has recently like debunked those rumors of like, Definitely. I, I don't, like, no, I never intended on suing these people, et cetera, et cetera. However, in this one interview, um, she's, said how um essentially the social media like backlash right, right. She's, so she's talking about you know this is affecting me before i even put it on social media um she goes i was not i, w- I was in the she house not it. right i was in the house not eating not sleeping i was just on the internet trying to figure out what i could do to get this off my head um, I lost between 10 and 15 pounds. It was a bad situation. And then she goes, and then once I posted it, it just became worse. I was already down, and then I posted it, and folks were like, let me kick her in a little further down. I feel torn because you also put out merch. So how kicked, So how down were you? You put it on social media. What did you really expect? If you... I refuse to believe that a grown-ass woman as Tessica did not know that she was not going to go viral. I'm glad you said grown-ass woman because, thank you. A grown-ass woman like Tessica, you knew you were going to go viral. You knew that you got a a bunch of followers. You fucking put out merch. To capitalize. To to capitalize off of this. You had a GoFundMe. Which has been taken down. Let, let's be very fucking clear. So this whole spiel about, oh, going viral has ruined my life. Bitch, you knew what you were signing up for. Please. I don't feel, I generally don't feel bad for it because I feel like everything that you did was stupid. And I feel yeah. like you made a cognitive decision to do these things. Absolutely. And I'm not saying that you wanted fame or wanted clout necessarily, but you knew it was going to get a certain type of look to you. You knew that you were going to get a certain type of, a certain amount of eyes on you. Hello. And so for you to sit here and be like, oh, like, the public, like, no. the public kicked me down. I'm not here for that. And it's not even on some like, oh, I'm not supporting a black woman or whatever. I'm not supporting bullshit. Period. Because if this was my mother who did some shit, I'm like, why did you do that? Period. You know better. Period. I'm so, like, I'm sorry. Like, 
Nothing about Gorilla Glue said, let me put this on my fucking head. There... So I'm glad you said that. With this whole situation, like, I get where she was coming from, but when it comes to, like, things that make black people as a whole look stupid, I'm not for it. At all. I'm totally against it. Very much so. Very much so. So in this situation, I get she's giving this whole story of, like, she had to go... Even though, like, I still don't understand, like, there's no way you could be going unless you're meeting the fucking president <laughs> or there's a job interview that requires you, you ran out of got to be, so you replaced it with fucking Gorilla Glue. And not only that, but you decided to get a fucking blow dryer and a fucking toothbrush. And really secure it. To really secure it to the point where, like, it can't come out your fucking head. You get me? Like, you know, when you add fucking heat to adhesive, like, not. Like but that whole, bitch wasn't doing the math or the science. She had really. to be. I feel like she was just being stupid. <laughs> so this whole situation was just rubbing me the wrong way. And even this past week, like it was going viral. Oh, Tessica Brown, Gorilla Glue Girl, donated $28,000 to X, Y, and Z charity. And it was like $20,000 that was donated to her. You know, like it's not like she had $20,000 in her fucking bank account. $20,000 from the GoFundMe. What also pissed me off, too, was that... Did you see the... A nigga gorilla glued his fucking lips? Because he didn't believe that she put gorilla glue on her head. And, and this is why, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, like, why did you give her the checkmate, blah, blah, blah. This is why. This because is stupidity why. breeds more stupidity. Hello. You had a nigga that gorilla glued his fucking lips, and now this nigga don't have a top lip. I can't. Being a fucking clown. Like. I saw this girl like talking about, oh, um, she doesn't believe her, so she's going to try it. And she tried it already with the back of her hair, and it wasn't sticking. She didn't use heat, mind you. But I'm like, why would you even try it? Tell you. Social media. Like, it's just really just disgusting at this point, like, what social media has become. Like, I just can't. Yeah, and it's like, Tessica, I'm sorry. I, I don't feel bad for you. I don't, I don't feel all. bad. I don't feel bad for the backlash that you get on social media. I don't feel bad for anything. You I'm happy that you got that shit out your head. You're like, yes, I am. But honestly, everything else, you warranted. So, please. You are a clown. A clown, clown, clown. And speaking of clowns, let's transition Ooh. over into Kanye West. Kim Kardashian apparently filed for divorce from Kanye. We spoke about it a couple episodes ago that it was rumored to have been taking place. Mm-hmm. This week, like, documents actually have been filed. So apparently, their joint assets are worth $2.1 billion together. $2.1 billion. Oh. So we're talking about Skims, we're talking about KKW Beauty, and we're talking about Yeezy. Combined right. assets. And they gotta split that? I don't like that. Apparently, we have a prenuptial agreement okay. in place. So, everything is basically, like, seamless. Okay, good for them. From what I've read, the Daily Mail is where I'm reading this from. Kim has been having issues with Kanye since his whole slavery is a choice spiel on TMZ. Oh, I thought it was before he said whatever he said about fucking Chris. No, that was after. Oh, okay. So this started it, and she was basically fucking wowed. The fact that this came out of his mouth. So that's where it all started, and she thought that she'd be able to, like, make amends with him, 
and then his whole spiel last year with the tweets of him being <laughs> nigga said Chris I want wool <laughs> and how Kim was cheating nigga said, on him get out was was get out was, was about, about him <laughs> everyone knows and like all these other things like he tried to make it right called fucking Larsa a hoe called Larsa a hoe like it was a whole thing so like basically that's what's been like adding fuel to the fire mm-hmm. of their divorce which I had no idea I mean I knew you know like <laughs> let's be no clear idea. like Kim K like her eyes are on social media like she knows everything that's going on but I didn't know that she was really setting up to like really fuck him up yeah you know well she said that well also, it was rumors that they had been separated for quite some time. Getting into that. So, apparently, like, there's been a whole bunch of different stories from People Magazine about, like, how distraught Kanye is and, like, how he never thought this would happen and he's trying to figure out life without Kim and all these other things. And according to Kim's people, like, basically, the, the hardest part has been, like, basically telling this to North, who's of age, but she oh, doesn't yeah. really know what's going on. Yeah. They said that she's, like, pretty much familiar with, like, the living arrangements, which Mm -hmm. has been taking place for the past couple months. Mm. So she's already, you know, aware of what's going on, familiar with the whole, like, living arrangement of, like, dad not being around and things like that. So, basically, like, this has been happening for a couple of months, going on into a year. Kim, baby, I hope you're not getting married again. But you know she will. Let me tell you something. Kim has been back in her... Earth trap bag, and I have been sending you pictures of proof. I've seen the skims. Mama's is in her G string, she's in her crop top, the ass is tooted and booted. We're getting thirst traps down and down, through and through. Through and through. And Mama's is back. And let's be clear like, we know she has four kids, yes, but niggas would be fucking honored to be next to fucking Kim K. Let's be clear. And she would be honored to be getting some new dick. Let's be very fucking clear. Kim is a fucking whore. Kim is on her third divorce. She doesn't give a fuck. That, remember when I was telling you, like, there was something I didn't know about Kim? I had no idea that Kim was married before. Oh, yes. Yes. I had no. When she was young. To a black man. Yes. And he had had no idea. Because she always said that I was off the ecstasy when we we got married. She was off ecstasy when they got married and when she did the sex tape. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But I really so what type of XC you doing, bitch? I never did XC before. I don't know what it does to you, but Me apparently either. it pushes you to get married and to do sex tapes. So I'm not with it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what she was gonna say? I did my sex tape with her. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh just my kidding. gosh! I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, She's anyway, not kidding, y'all. Dead. Don't do that. Don't do that to her. She don't deserve that. Because I feel like... I feel like pre-Kanye, she was always... She had no business getting married to fucking Chris because you did not know that nigga. Period. And he was a fucking jerk off. Like, your whole family did not really care for him. Like, they put on a front that they they liked him. Whole time, they did not like him. This is true. And, bitch, you really did not like him. Because you was feeling Kanye that whole fucking time. This is true. The first nigga, I don't really know too much about him. Same, I didn't know but that whatever. that happened. Yeah, she was young. That was that was when her dad was alive. Oh. Yes. Oh, yes. Shit. She got married in Vegas. Oh my oh, god. Ecstasy. 
Um, um, Kanye. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I soared for them just because I was I was a close watcher of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and so I saw this Kim and Kanye little storyline going, and I felt like they really did complement each other in some aspects, and you know whatever. I noticed the the tension between them when Kanye was on his whole like Jesus shit, and he was like, "I don't feel comfortable with you dressing sexy," and I'm like, "Nigga, you dressed her sexy." She's known for dressing sexy. But also, you dressed her sexy. Like you wanted her to be more sexy. Like 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 you really picked out the clothes to make her more sexy. So I was really lost there. Kanye is a fucking cokehead. That's that's a fact. Like he's really a cokehead. Okay, whatever. He needs. But it's also crazy. I like recently saw an episode of the Kardashians where basically like Kanye Kanye Kim was complaining about the kids. What what bitch? You got four of them. She got four of them. Absolutely. But I think she went into it thinking that she would have help, and basically like what she was alluding to was the help. Draco voice, <laughs> but what she was alluding to was the fact that she's the only, like she's essentially like a single parent in a marriage, and basically she was saying that. When do you see Kanye with the fucking kids? Never ever. Okay. Ever. 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 Like it's. <laughs> but she was basically saying that she's like at her wit's end. Like she felt like she wanted to kill herself because she had like one kid saying like, "Mommy, I want you." And another kid saying, like, mommy, I want you too. And they started arguing about, like, who wants her more. Yes. I, yes, I remember this episode. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I was just like, she what? She Christmas. Yes. yes. And then she, was, she made a joke that she was going to cut herself into four and give it to each of the kids. And then Saint, who's the first boy, started crying, like, you're going to kill yourself. <laughs> that is true. And I was just like, babe, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Trauma. But I could really imagine to her. To be at your wit's end. Let me tell you something. Like, I can't be around kids, period. What? Like, I cannot. Like, I feel like kids and, like, what they require of a human being at that phase of childhood. At this point in my life, I'm 27. Like, I can't do it. With all of me. <laughs> all of me. I can't do it. Because what they require... An amount of patience, like you have to like dumb yourself down. No, no. For can we talk? <laughs> Please talk. Let's talk about kids. Like to to be around a child, like you really have to. Like you're twenty. You're twenty six. Yeah. You just turned twenty six. Not turned twenty five. I'm not twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm twenty five. <laughs> you're twenty five, yeah. right? To be around a child, like you have to bring yourself. I work with kids, so that's what I'm just like. Of what age? From 10 to 13. That's of a good age because they have a certain level of sense. True. Think about like four and three and two. I get what you're saying. I cannot be a mother right now. Like you have I'm to not, bring. I, I am not fit to be a mother right now for a number of reasons. Drake can't be a father. <laughs> I can't do it. Because you have to, like, bring your, your whole patience level, your whole you, intellect. I'm telling you, I five nieces and nephews. I'd be wanting to lay them out. Like, so I can just imagine her, like, she's 40. Mm-hmm. To bring yourself, and 
for me, like, it was just to be, like, a couple minutes. Like, you know, like, I'm around a child for, like, a couple minutes. <laughs> like, to live in that space. To live and breathe in that fucking environment. Move on. Let's move on. Okay. I, just, I feel like y'all get the point at that point because I get where she's coming from. Like, I would no, want to no, kill myself, bad. too. Like, four? <laughs> like, bitch, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Honestly, I would just be. Unf- we will definitely be keeping an eye on Kim and Kanye's divorce because I want to see how the splits. I want to see where, what, what goes to who, and who um, goes to. And if Dr. Dre is taking notes. <laughs> Apparently, like it's amicable, but yeah. we're also talking about two point one billion dollars at stake. So how amicable could we be? Like, hello. You know, so we'll be watching. Um, apparently, Kanye is distraught, which I would be too. Like, take away the fact I that think not no, I really think he is because. So let me tell you this. I haven't told you this, but recently I was watching like paparazzi videos. I know on YouTube. Call me crazy. <laughs> but at least you called me. But I was watching paparazzi videos. Mm-hmm. Like I'm obsessed with celebrity culture and. You know, life in general. Me too. So I was just watching like paparazzi videos of like the Kardashians and like other celebrities that I adore, mm-hmm. and just seeing like this life in real life, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, like I feel like that's the only word to describe it because you have like people really like lined up outside like with cameras and video and footage. But speaking into Black China, we're gonna talk about how people be calling a paparazzi on themselves. That too, and like basically, like essentially building a career mm-hmm. off of lifestyle. Like we talk about it, like YouTube sensations and things like Come that. Come on, Paris! But it's really like next level. Like people really falling out to get a picture of you to like make money. Yeah. To pay their rent, like it's crazy, you know. So like I was just watching videos and just seeing like the Kardashians as an empire in real life. Yeah. Like, it's so much more, like, we see, like, the social media influence as far as, like, you're on this blog and that blog, and you're taking pretty pictures, and you have good cars, but, like, seeing on YouTube. How niggas be going crazy. Like, actually crazy. Like, I'm just going to lunch, and because I'm going to lunch, like, you need a picture of me. You know, so it's just, like, seeing that play out. Mm -hmm. Like, it just really did something to me mentally. I don't know what exactly... (laughs) But it definitely did something to me. Like, just seeing that. Like, I'm going to lunch, and, like, it's a bunch of people lined up outside to take a picture of me. Like, Yeah, definitely crazy. So, I'm sure, like, Kanye is impacted by... Because, basically, like, he capitalized off of that influence. For sure. With the whole Yeezy. And, like, basically, his music, this whole transition into gospel. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of other shit. So, I'm sure, like, it's going to impact his brand. I'm sure it's going to impact his emotional because, like... You're losing your wife and your family. You know, so therapy needs to be multiplied by a thousand. Yes. Truthfully. Okay. But let's transition over into our big check portion of the show. Yeah. And this is where we give like big checks and you know, we highlight black excellence and Stand. we do amazing things. So Apparently, Jay-Z has this new company. I feel like Jay-Z really stay on the big checklist. One thing Jay-Z gonna do is find a partnership. Absolutely. So, he is expanding his, you know, portfolio. 
with this new endeavor called Marcy Venture Partners. Mm-hmm. And he's a key investor. It's called MVP for short. They are currently in their final rounds of funding. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a big thing. Essentially, it's like a new age of um, credit scores and basically enabling younger people to build their credit scores through yeah, Spotify. all y'all fucking whack-ass bitches that are... Whack-ass prom- bitches? Yeah, promising that you're going to fix my credit, Jay-Z will actually do so. Essentially, he's doing so with this new company, which one will enable young people to quickly build good credit scores by tapping into non-traditional data points, Mm -hmm. um, recurring payments like rent and Spotify, Netflix, Hulu subscriptions, and other things will be used to essentially improve the credit score of users. So it's definitely a creative approach to building credit. Absolutely, but and I feel like it's definitely needed because, like, especially me graduating. Like when I was in the college, like I had my first credit card. Mm-hmm. Discover. Same. <gasps> I know. <gasps> Let's not, please. Disco- please. Discover will do you in. Please. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Discover will really do you in. So, like, I had the luxury of having luxury in quotes. <laughs> not luxury. Discover had nerve to extend my motherfucking credit limit. Fuck you. Please. But, you know, like, I was able to, like, build credit in college. So once I graduated and I wanted to, like, move out, like, I had a good credit score. Like, I had, you know, and I also, like, been paying my own phone bill since I was in fucking high school. So I've been doing this. This is doing it. For those of you who don't have that, you know, drive and you don't need that. You know, you'll be able to like build your credit through Spotify, Hulu, and like other monthly subscriptions. So it's definitely a good thing occurring for Jay Z. Also, Jada Wada gifted her son, Baby Loyal. Okay, Baby LA. Such an amazing gift. Like, I can't even put into words. So essentially, like, she started a new book business for Loyal. Oh, yes. Yes. It's called. The book is called A Day in Life of L.A. Yeah. And it it's just really cute. I feel like it's really taps into her market. Like, I feel like a lot of her followers are young mothers. And I feel like this is a great market for her. A lot of people connected with her on the fact that she was a young mother. I feel like she was in, like, her teens when she had Loyal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I feel like it's just a great endeavor through and through. She recently, you it know. It's sold out. Definitely sold out. She recently broke up with Baby, apparently, allegedly. So it's just good to see that she's pushing that bag and trying to, like, secure a future for her son because, you know, even though we love Baby, we never know when when he's going to run out. So I'm glad that she's doing what she should be doing. Yeah, we talking about Baby like that. I don't like that. Um, so one of my big checks is gonna go to Issa Rae, child. Um, Issa Rae will be um working with the City Girls. Um, I said, nigga, do he love Risha? <laughs> um, the City Girls will be co-executive producers on a new comedy series called Rap Shit. Let me ask you something. Do you really see comedy and the City Girls in the same sentence? Yes. Why? Um, because I watch. JT and Young Miami on live, and they are comedy. 
Um, and so this will be a new comedy series um, called Rap Shit. And it'll be on HBO Max. I, the real big check needs to go to HBO Max. These niggas is getting everything. Net, Netflix who? Hulu who? Low key. Hulu. Low key. I'm just saying though, HBO Max is getting the fucking black content. Uh-huh. All the black moot. Okay, anyways. Um, and so basically this series is to basically cover the lives of two high school friends in Miami who decide to venture off into rap. And so, um, you know, I think we have spoke about previously that Issa Rae, um, Insecure will be their, their fifth season to last film, one. Yeah, to film their last season. And so I'm looking forward to, um, Issa Rae being a producer on this show um, definitely, if it's the story of the city girls, I think it could be. A, I think it's a very different um, avenue for to, the city girls. Yeah, for, for 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 the city girls, and to explore their story and to get more of it. And I think Issa Rae is perfect at telling black stories, black women stories. I think, um, and I think that we're gonna get a lot more. I mean, I don't know how in-depth we're going to get, because they, they said it's going to be eight, I believe they said eight episodes, so it's not going to be so in-depth, it's going to be like a mini-series kind of, but um, yeah, I just hope, I mean, me, I guess my biggest takeaway is that I hope that the casting is done well. Yeah, and the acting, I hope the sure. casting and acting is done well, so that way we can get the most out of it, but this is right. definitely a good look for the City Girls, Mr. Ray, like, this is amazing, so cool. Absolutely. Um, also, Candy Perez from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. You know, Candy is. Or in Vogue. She wasn't in Vogue. What was she in? <laughs> <laughs> what was she in? <laughs> <laughs> what? What group? Was she in? Escape. <laughs> oh, escape. Escape. So you was like Candy Perez from Real Housewives of Atlanta. But it's twenty twenty one. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you said that with so much confidence. <laughs> but Candy Burris, you know, she's been on the Real House of, of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And, like, her thing has always been, like, money. Like, she's always had an endeavor and a tuck. Through and through. Love. Sex store. I mean, sex toys. Yeah, bedroom show. candy. She has a radio show, a YouTube show. She has um, a restaurant, OLG. She has a clothing store. I forgot what the fuck it's called. It's nothing good in there, I'm sure. But she's always had a bunch of escape. You know, they just was fresh off tour. She was in, um, at all, I'm sure. She was in the shy. She was a lesbian. I forgot. No, she was. She was not a lesbian in the shy. She was. No, she was not. Well, she. She was the fucking wife to the fucking guy that was running for. She said she was a lesbian, mayor. and her man was upset about the lesbian scene. Bye, go. That's what she said. Bye, I'm not. You don't watch Atlanta. You're in shows. Oh, oh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Do you see? I haven't watched her it. man Todd was upset about the lesbian scene that she did, and okay, I was like, why? She was a lesbian. She was a lesbian. Yeah, like you, she wasn't a lesbian <laughs> in the show. That's what I'm saying. Hey, <laughs> y'all. I want to punch Dre in the face. So, apparently, T.J. Jakes, he just signed a deal with Lifetime, Lifetime for a couple... T.J. Jakes. Okay. Boss. Okay. <laughs> Niggas still out of the bed. Okay. 
but he signed a deal with Lifetime, and it will be a couple different series, a content deal, essentially. Mm. And Candy, along with Carrie Hilson and Miss Juicy and a couple other people, yes, were signed to um, a Deadly Sin saga. So definitely big checks to all of them. Candy, T.A.J.X., Carrie Hilson, and Mr. Juicy, for sure. And also, Makad Brooks signed. He, he'll be starting in Mortal Kombat. It's coming out um, on April 16th, and he'll be Jax. Definitely a big thing. I grew up playing Mortal Kombat, so I'm definitely excited to see that. Makad was actually in... Did a great job actually in um the fall from grace the top tyler perry oh, movie yes. he did that woman filthy <laughs> but if y'all haven't seen make sure you check that out for sure so i'm definitely excited to see him in this new mortal kombat series kiki palmer is set to be leading in a new jordan pill project jordan pill is the producer of get out and a couple other of this new genre of like thriller scary black genre and his genre yeah it's very weird because it's, it's like a conversation piece but it's also like a thriller and it's also kind of scary so i'm excited the last to see one it lost me what was the one with the with the, with the, the yes yes yeah the i forgot what that there. show was even called but definitely scary <laughs> oh it's called us 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 and the scissors, it was a lot. It lost me. Us, Get Out. So I'm definitely excited to see Kiki Palmer in this new genre that mm-hmm. Jordan Peele created. She'll be co-acting co, um, along with Daniel Kaluuya. Okay. Who was like also him. in the whole Black Messiah, Judas yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. Did you see the whole interview with him and Charlamagne? No, but I heard it was tense. Yeah, Charlamagne was basically trying to like... I heard that Charlamagne got beef with Lakeith. Some way, somehow, because Charlamagne was basically saying that Lakeith like did a great job. Like, does that impact his personal beliefs? And Daniel pretty much just like threw that under the rug and like maneuvered around it. Yeah, I heard about that. And then Lakeith made a whole Instagram post being really aggressive towards Charlamagne. So it was just. I'm really not invested in those people, so it's just like whatever. Yeah, I just it was just too much and. The context just wasn't mm-hmm. there. Also, shouts to Lauren Hill. Um, the miseducation of Lauren Hill went diamond. Okay. After all these years, I'm actually excited for her through and through. Like it's an album that like, I still listen to. You don't show up on time to your shows, but bitch, you diamond. The quality is definitely there. Okay. You know, I feel like this is truly a testament to quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. For sure. Absolutely. Because this is the first female rap album to go diamond. So. A true testament, like you said. For sure. Um, The 2021 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees have been released this past week. And on that, um, artists who are looking forward to inductions will be Mary J. Blige, Jay-Z, Shaka Khan, LL Cool J, and Tina Turner and Dion Warwick. And so definitely just want to celebrate them. Yes. Um, B 
Because, I mean, much like, unfortunately, I don't, I don't know why we don't have, like, a hip-hop whole theme or, like... Yeah, I feel like rock and roll just gives us, like, a white sticker. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, clearly it's, some, I mean, it's something that's in the industry to be held to a high regard, such like as, the like, the Grammys. songwriter. Yeah, and such as, like, the, the songwriter. Yes. Um, Hall of Fame. And so, I think anytime that we have black folks represented um, in these... Inductions is a major thing, especially since, you know, rock and roll comes from black music. So, yeah. you know, here we are. So congrats to them for being inducted. Absolutely. Um, Definitely shout out to Naomi Osaka. She won the Australian Open yet again. Again. She beat Serena Williams and Serena a couple Williams other people. Serena was so emotional. It was... Yes. I don't know if she was pissed. Like, I couldn't figure it I out. I she was pissed, but I, I, I mean, I think that, I don't think that she's pissed at Naomi. I think she's, it's more so of an eternal thing. Yeah, but it's like, Serena, like, you've won this shit so many times. Like You've been winning this since winning it. So, could you really be pissed? Cut it out. Like, I get it, but then, like, I don't. Because it's just like, at this point, I would have just been, like, winging it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would be letting her win. Like, I'm passing you the torch. Mm-hmm. You know, like... That's it. Um, apparently, Naomi, her last game was against Jennifer Brady, and it was a whole thing because apparently, like, her winning speech, she asked Jennifer Brady, do they call you Jennifer or Jenny? And then Jennifer was like, they call me Jenny. And then she was like, so, yeah, Jennifer. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> they're making it seem like she played in her face. Basically, she went on Twitter apologizing saying that she never meant to, like, call her that and that, you know, like, she was just so nervous and caught up in the moment. She was confused why the crowd was laughing, and she's so sorry. Mm-hmm. But definitely shout out to her for just, like, she's essentially becoming the new Serena, and it's commendable. She's with, um, I believe, Corday. It was a whole tweet of basically saying that um, after Cor- YBN Corday met um, Naomi pretty much just ditched them because she was making coin. And I was just like, I would do the same. Period. I'm online through and through. Speaking of through and through, shout out to Kendall Jenner. You know, this past summer, it was a tequila summer for sure. Even though we were majority in the house. 1942 me. It was 1942. It was Casamigos. It was Glace Azul. And Kendall Jenner, of course, caught wind of what was taking place. And Mamas decided to create her own Casa Amigos, calling it 818 Tequila. She has a Blanco 818, and she also has a Reposado 818. Reposado is my speed. And for those of you who know AJ the Diva, she <laughs> is an advocate. I am a tequila For Reposado. Like, if you're giving her tequila, she needs Reposado. Por favor, yo no quiero Blanco. The fucking whores drink Blanco. Not the horse. I drank the Blanco. Oh. Pipe down. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but good for her. I mean, I mean, this is definitely the liquor business. I don't know too much about it, but yeah. I feel like it is a definitely It's definitely thriving. To tap into. And I feel like there's none of the Kardashians that have tapped into that industry. So definitely a unique industry for them. Mm-hmm. But I'm also because I feel like Kendall I what's the price point? What's the coin? Let me look this up real quick. Please. But I feel like 
I wouldn't expect this from Kendall. For those of you who are on Twitter, you know that there's like a whole viral meme video going around of Kylie with the 42. Oh, babes, they ain't giving backlash at, at Kendall. I'm sure. Talking about... She's not a drinker, so like this is kind of like off-brand for her to be venturing into the liquor industry. Mm-hmm. You know, like, even though like it's unique to them... They saying appropriation... I'm aligned because I meant like this is like the Casa Amigos basically. Like even the way the bottle is labeled. Yeah. Like it's giving me Casa Amigos label, but it just says eight one eight. But she said she's been working on this for four years. I'm sure. Like that's what they always give. Like even with Kim and the fucking body trainers, she was saying that she was working on this for years. And it was just like It's like bitch, you've been on Amazon ordering the fucking Spanks like the rest of us. Please, like come on. So, it's definitely new, but I'm also excited for Kendall to be doing something. Like, ideally, I would have wished this was from Rob. Because... Don't do Kendall in. She's a whole model. She's a model, but it's just like, aside from that, let me tell you something, too. Like, I really don't like Kendall as a Kardashian. Like, she's my least favorite. Jenner. Period. Like... She's she what, ranks low on the total. Model. What Kim said, she's the least interesting to look at. Oh, she said it to Courtney though, but, but Courtney is. I feel like it should have been to um Kendall. Courtney and Travis. Oh, you want to get into white tea? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's. I think that's a good look though. I don't think so. What? Oh, never mind. Continue. I'm sorry. I'm back. <laughs> back I really to don't think so, but I'm excited to see Kendall doing something. I don't know if this is that something for her. But I do feel like this is lucrative for them as a family. Absolutely. I feel you know, like, because yeah. they are so influential. Like, I feel like liquor is a great market for them to tap into. And like, I feel like it would be successful. I would love to see this from Rob, to be honest. But he want to sell socks. <laughs> please, please. Okay, and it costs around $60 per bottle. So, so it's like, it really is Casamigo price point, for sure. Okay. If I see it in the liquor store, I'm going to taste it. It's going to be the Casamigos. You know, but, you know, I'll I'll come back with y'all with a review. I'm a tequila gal. Awesome. Mm, for sure. Um. Also, Saucy Santana, shout out to him for really making a way for the gays. What's big, sweetie? <laughs> My Chanel purse. That gut. <laughs> shout out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shout out to Lipo for activating on Santana because when I tell you, like, now he has a ways. And that's commendable. Shout out to the doctor for doing what needs to be done. Okay, and he been getting his little, his little, um, massages. His lymphatic massages. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. Now he's bringing bodycon dresses throughout all of the, the commercials and things. He recently signed a deal with Zeus. He will be um, having a dating show along with the other girls. We gotta have a conversation about how Zeus is still all of VH1's talent. But you know, so basically, like, uh, really quickly, I wasn't gonna do this, but we're here, so why not do this? Like, I'm wondering about the future of TV. But it's going to streaming. Yes, but then you also have. Like, I'm seeing um, TV to streaming services, but I'm also seeing streaming services to TV. Okay. Because you have, like, this whole Black China debacle that we're going to get into. Yes. She went from Zeus, and then she recently re-franchised to Wii. Mm -hmm. 
And now you also have like the Kardashians, I think. Um, Miss going to Hulu. Yes. Yes. So it's just like, where are we going? Where are we going? Hmm. I think you know, it like, probably ties into the larger. I mean, I don't know. My my guess is that if WeTV is owned by Viacom, we're having a different conversation. I don't think E is owned by Viacom. I think E is owned by Viacom. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. So then that just closed my whole thing. It's just yeah, weird. I get, but I definitely get, get what yeah, you're saying. Like it's though. just like, what should we be looking forward to? Should we be getting cable? Or the real we... the realty is that I'm over cable. I'm over cable too. I, I feel like I'm gonna get my fire stick and I'm gonna download every fucking app. They got a Wii TV That's app. They I got their own app. They got an oxygen. They got all. The, they got a VH1 app. I'm gonna watch it there. Yeah, that's what I did. They got an ABC app. They Mr. got Mr. World Premiere never failed me. Hello. So that's just. What are we watching? Um, we gonna talk about Rihanna. Yeah, <laughs> Rihanna. I was in the clubhouse and I happy found birthday. out. Happy birthday. We we didn't say happy birthday. Not the queen. Bitch, release music. You know, I was just having a conversation with a group of people, and like it was crazy. The focus group. The focus group. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> they were saying that Rihanna is a legend. She is. I wasn't ready to give her that title. Okay, hold on. Let me just. Okay, let me give her my bitch check first. I'm gonna tap into her. Cause I wasn't ready to give her that title. Rihanna. Hey. Rihanna. Okay, so Rihanna Savage. What's her real name again? Robin. Oh. Robin <laughs> Rihanna Fenty. Hi, Robin. Oh my God. Not, <laughs> not, not, not fucking what? What's her real name? Okay, so Rihanna's um Savage X Fenty lingerie brand has been valued at one billion dollars. Yeah, bitch. To put in perspective, this fucking lingerie line launched in 2018. So in just three years, one billion—that's the influence. One billion dollars. Um, I'm reading from an article, and it says the company recorded revenue growth over more than two hundred percent last year. Because everybody was in the pandemic, ordering shit. Hello. It it also increased its active VIP member base by more than hundred and fifty percent. Um, this is definitely like a great celebration for Rihanna, especially coming off the news of, and, and I don't think we covered this last episode, but she actually, um, I guess with, withdrew her fashion house, um, with, I forgot what the fashion house name was. Is it LVMH? Yes. Yes. They own Louis Vuitton and all yes, that. Yes, but she now. withdrew her fashion house because essentially she was saying that like it wasn't making no money. It wasn't yeah, it wasn't making no money. Was the designers, but then it, I think it was something I've read something about like the change of designers and like the looks and stuff that that was curated. She wasn't aligned to, so I mean, it was too expensive, bitch. The well, fuck, my bitch, Savage X Fenty is too expensive. No, LVMH, the um Fenty line, look, those glasses was. Like a couple racks, and yeah. it wasn't even all that. So good. So so get it back into. So congrats, Rihanna. Happy birthday. Shout out to you, babe. Um, and so going back to Rihanna's a legend. I sat here. So you've been fact thinking about, while you was talking. Yes, fun, <laughs> fun fact about me: I like I watch random ass YouTube videos about celebrities. So I like I'll find like random ass like YouTube documentaries about celebrities. Um, and I watched one about Rihanna, and this bitch is really goaded. Nope. Like, no, like all jokes. Her, she's was... she's legendary because up until Auntie, literally, she has put out a fucking platinum album every year. 
How was giving her eye Sick ass behavior. Yes. But like she's legendary just because of how she has moved in this to leave music and to branch off into fashion and makeup and to like dominate and really push the envelope. This bitch is goaded. She's legendary. But you know, I was in a clubhouse too recently and we were talking about black owned beauty companies. Mm -hmm. You know, I love skincare. And like somebody mentioned girls don't like Fenty skin though. Fenty is not really black owned. Like it's only like I think like a is a majority on them? I'm not gonna Not majority. Oh. Yeah, it's I'm not. Sure. It's really not. But um so even though like, you know, Fenty is the name of the company, not a lot of this coin is going to Rihanna. But it's still a celebration for her because like she is, you know, the foundation. Yeah, I I, I think that Rihanna has her hands in a lot of different things, whether it's philanthropy, whether it's her like gal her yearly gala. And when she oh, like raises money, yes, yes, the diamond ball. Um, you know, she's very like literally when they say Nikki B and Re, those are the top three. Absolutely. But, but my whole thing is with it, like I was giving her icon status based off like her looks and so like what the moment. Icon and legend. When I think of legend, I think of the time that she put that she put in. You know? And like okay. she's been in since she was 17. I'm she's like 33 now. Yeah. Yes. But like I don't know why, but for some reason, like, I didn't give her that status yet. Okay. For some reason. I can really, I'm not going to go here because I can't really, I, because I'm just. No, gonna, you can go there. Like, like it's I'm, not really I'm, like I'm, a, I don't want to delve into, because we have a lot to cover on the checklist. We do. And so, I don't even have this type of time. But, I get what you you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get what, okay, I, I get what you're saying. It was just a time. Like, I definitely have, like, iconic Rihanna moments where I'm like, she's an icon. But if I, I, I'm just, I'm just thinking it back to her fucking run of, like, that whole, like, when the short black hair era into that red era. Right. That was a time. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's iconic. You know? Because I even think of Pop Smoke and I give him, like, icon in a lot of ways, but she wouldn't give him legend. You know? I give him I'm icon give based off, like, the moments that he created for the culture. Okay, okay. And I give Rihanna a lot of moments that she created for the culture, but I don't give her legend because of time. Okay, I get what you're saying. Like, I, not to necessarily compare, but like, I would give Drake a legendary status. You see, I wouldn't give Drake a legendary status. What? Yet. So, who, so who would you give legendary? Yes. Like, he has a lot. He has pushed the envelope. Like, like realistically speaking, like, the music that Nick is creating now, Drake was creating back in 2015. He has, but, like, because of the time. You know, like, a legend. Like, Sorry, I, even give, yeah. I don't even give Nicki legend yet. What? That, doesn't that tell you everything? Because I'm for Nicki, but it's, like, the timing of things. Okay, no. We gotta have, this, you know, like, this has to be a separate conversation. I give you icon. Another like fucking episode. Icon legend. I oh like, no! I feel like legend has a lot to do with the time. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Babes, I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe we need to go deeper. But okay. last but not least, um, we have Justin Combs and Justin LaVoy. Did you we, actually watch? Um, through and through, isn't it? I watched, and Chris Brown said he's single with a girlfriend. <laughs> three years ago, that would have been my type. <laughs> What's your dad said? Chris Brown cute gonna leave me her. Say it again. Chris Brown cute gonna leave me her. We're putting that in the description. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris Brown cute is gonna leave you her. Justin Combs and Justin LaBoy. So the kind of backstory of this, and I kind of had to explain this to even my sister of like, 
basically early quarantine, Justin LeBoy rose to fame by doing lives with the, you know, Instagram. Are you was doing lives? Yes, and early in quarantine last year. Um, he would do lives, had bitches shaking their ass, cash apps, it was going up, celebrities, everybody, everybody was in his live in fucking attendance. Like I used to be It was like a versus? I yes. I used to be I used to be up two AM in early quarantine watching bitches put fucking vibrators up their ass and twerk. I'm a sick ass individual. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a comment that 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 fucking crossed my desk. It gets you around. <laughs> so long story short, um, Justin Justin Combs and Justin LeBoy linked up really really early on. Linked up because it became a thing of like, oh, we're both gonna go live at this time and get the girls going. Blah 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 blah. So whatever, it ends up being a TV show on Revolt. TV. Owned by Diddy. Um, Let's be very fucking clear. And at this point, Diddy, if you were listening, please tap in. Let's um, be very fucking clear. So, I mean, overall, I see where they're going. I just don't think that the show was all that. I think that... It's not. I feel like this show is going to rely heavily on their their celebrity guests. The influence. Yeah. And it's like, I can't be mad at that. You know, whatever. I'm just a podcaster. No, but what looking, is... Looking who, for my big break. But I I'm just saying, you. they... I just feel like they did not run a cohesive Looking for show. My big break got it for me. I am. <laughs> they are not like the show wasn't as cohesive. It wasn't that engaging and interacting as 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 we know Justin to be. Yeah. Justin posts every fucking hour of the day. And it's up. And when you was on his live, you see how engaged and how this show did not resonate all of that. And I don't know if it was just like stage fright. You got to warm up and get used to it. No. Or whatever the case may be. Let me tell you. But it was just eh for me. It was mid. Like, I'm going to give them a big check because I think that's dope. Like A big check great. to Justin LeBoy. Yes. A big check to Justin LeBoy. For coming LeBoy. from wherever the fuck he came from and linking up with these people. Mm-hmm. I think it's huge. But I feel like Justin LeBoy, his content and even... I might even be reaching with this, but his character <laughs> deserves a platform more so of a podcast where you can be a little more raw. I think so too. You can be a little more like, you know, street. Yes, yes, yes. The image and the projection for YouTube, and you have these celebrities who are media trained, who have their publicists like up their fucking ass, they can't be as raw. They can't be as transparent as they want to be. Because, like, they're being, you know, like, this... Media YouTube, trained. Yeah. Media trained and also, like, this YouTube, like, it's being captured and then it's being on... Distributed on social media. So, it's on The Shade Room. It's on Hollywood Unlocked. It's on Freddio. Mm-hmm. Like, it's on these major media outlets that are on social media. So, they know for a fact that they can't be... Like, you even saw in this first clip, Chris Brown looked like he was lit. Because basically, like, if you don't want to answer a question, you got to take a shot. <laughs> Baby. He looked like he was lit. Let's, let's. However, he also looked like he was holding back because he couldn't really get into certain things that he wanted to get into. Well, because I wanted to really delve into what he meant about being single with a girlfriend. And I'm like, all right, so which one am I dating? Because I feel like even him <laughs> saying that was a slip. A big one. You know? So... Not to mention you got too big. Never mind. And keep in mind, they mentioned, oh, like, would you circle back? Because remember we discussed, like, Karuchi broke up with... Um, and he, yeah, Nick. I did not like that. He was not keeping that thousand. Nigga, you circle... You you spin the block. Nigga, we got pictures of you spinning the fucking block. Are you pulling... Let's be Swarovski. 
Like you no, tackle back all the time. Not to mention you was really like this past summer you was really underneath Karuchi's comments talking about oh why you oh why you got him dressed dressed like that. Talking about you got spam, you got come on, Chris. Like, Cut it, Chris. Around, please. Please. Like so that. like I really feel but like I definitely think I but I definitely agree with you about I feel like Justin would definitely thrive in a podcast setting yes. YouTube. Absolutely, because it's just like too much. Like you're it's too easy to like capture and like you can do that on a podcast, but I feel like also too like you're able to get away with so much more. <laughs> <laughs> like essentially, the way how I view it is like YouTube is giving like 106 in park platform, literally, and podcasts are more like take it in the basement. It's giving BET uncut. Basically, like you can say whatever the period. You can say whatever the fuck you want. All right. And like life is good. Y'all, we are. How far are we in the episode? I'm not even going to talk about it. Please. But we about to go right into the motherfucking checklist, child. Okay. Okay. We got to go into it. Y'all, it is February. And let me tell you. Y'all did not let up with the fucking Black History Month clownery. Through and fucking through. Um, I want to start with Kiki Wyatt. Okay. Come on, she want more, bitch. What the fuck are you? Are you a dog? (laughs) 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 Yo. So I want to start with Kiki Wyatt. Um, she was on. What is this show? What is what is what is this show with Lisa Ray and um the hoes? Whatever, it doesn't matter. But anyway, she was on this show. Um, it, it was kind of like a panel of, 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 of such, and um, they were discussing, you know, prejudice against um, African-Americans and blacks, and it got very heated. So Milan, remember Milan, Christopher? Yeah, he was on Bygo with Kiki when this whole shit ensued. Yes. Um, and so he was speaking about how black blacks have been segregated, persecuted, hunted down, killed, stolen from, and humiliated, right? right? And it was at this point where Kiki Wyatt, she literally rolled her eyes at the camera, like on camera. the webcam. And she interrupted Christopher Milan, and she was saying, and she says, and so have Mexicans, and so have other people, honey. Black people are not the only ones that have gone through that. Girl. Right? And so, you know, Christopher Milan, he was like, you know, I want to finish my statement. And he basically laid, um, he, you know, he called Kiki out for interrupting her. And he was very sarcastic. Basically, (laughs) (laughs) I said her, oh my God. Anyways, but basically. Not to misgender Christopher Milan. Whatever. Uh -uh. Um, But, you know, essentially being very sarcastic and eating Miss Kiki up. And Kiki just continued to just basically be loud and wrong. It looks stupid. And it's about, about about naming other races who have suffered these same, you know, injustices. Um, you know, she she goes on to say, um, you have to understand black people are not the only people that have been oppressed. They are not the only ones. Right. Um, Jewish people have been oppressed. I can keep going. I'm biracial. We are fucking oppressed because black people done made us feel like shit. White people make us feel like shit. And you don't know anything about this life. Um, And I was just like, 
the background, Kiki Wyatt, her mom is white and her dad is black and um, is, is black and of Native American um, descent. And so, I mean, literally, it's just foolishness. It's clownery. That's exhausting. It's really exhausting in a time where Black Lives Matter now has been around for, what, seven or eight years? And it's like, I just don't understand why everybody wants to be anti-black. Why must you argue against blackness and black struggles and black, you know, oppression and hardships? Because you're mixed. And bitch, you appear as a black woman, so shut up. It was just very foolish. You know, she she comes a couple days later and she, you know, puts out a whole, you know, um, generic statement of like, you know, I apologize if I offended anyone. And of these fucking apologies people. because it's like you're either gonna apologize for offending the if makes it seem like oh it's subjective and it's not right. you are very offensive because i feel like in milan's statement he was not sitting here saying like black oppression is more is greater than anybody else's he was just recognizing the fact that we're in black history month and black people have gone through these particular struggles right. not saying and and continue to go through them in different ways you know they manifest like we have the mass we have the prison industrial complex we have mass incarceration we we just have a bunch of shit we have police brutality killings who are the predominant people that are being killed black americans not mixed people bitch you know and so it, it was just very just dumb and tone deaf of Kiki and I—I I mean, I don't know if I expected more from Kiki, but it was I just, didn't. It was I'm just sorry. foolish. It was just foolish through and through, and I was just Kiki over it. is a hood bitch. She just wants to have kids and sing songs. That's her whole goal in life. So the fact that she's speaking on black people and our history is just beyond me because it's out of her range, through and through. You know, like it's just really just disgusting to see her just reach and to just jump out of her body the way she did you know Lord. and now she's backpedaling and pussy popping like we really don't give a fuck it. like it's just girl and now now she's in the media because she wants to have another kid yeah i have no thoughts i don't um, have any thoughts the fact that she's even on a checklist is just yeah I, beyond I, I me i just lump them in because then um a fucking Oh, but it's the checkers, baby, you was playing checkers. <laughs>